0: Eighty-eight point one WKNC. I'm DJ La May. This morning on uh, March first, I can't believe it's already March, and I'm in the studio with local band and kind of East Coast phenomenon uh, Delta Ray. They've been going all over the place lately. Welcome to the studio, guys.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank
3: you. Thank you. Hello.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of them in here. You can't see it, but there's <laughs> there's one six people in here, including well with me additional so it's a little crazy in here but we're gonna try and uh have a little bit of a chat with them uh my first question for you guys and it probably seems like a super basic one but um how did you guys come up with your name delta ray
2: uh actually our mom our our mom three (laughs) of the members are related uh we're brothers (laughs) and sisters so the three of us uh have a mom mom, and she is a writer (laughs) And she's writing this, this, uh, this fiction story about a girl named Delta Ray who awakens the Greek gods. My mom's always been infatuated with Greek mythology. So we sort of stole the name from her um, okay. and uh, are waiting to be sued later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you won't. But <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. So if three of you are related, um, how did you guys kind of gather the rest of you into the fold? Well, we met, met
4: um, Liz, who's the fourth vocalist in the group um, about 12 years ago uh, in California. So we've known her for a really long time and been singing together for for forever, it seems like. Uh, and then we met our rhythm section uh, sort of through cool circumstances. Eric, you were you were there.
2: Oh, yeah, actually, it's a, a funny story. We I, Mike McKee, our drummer. Um, was running sound at a show for a band I was in earlier, um, Mike Posner and the Brain Trust. And uh, it was sort of a, it was a funny show. I think it was at like Metro 8 or something yeah, in downtown it was Durham. A frat party. Yeah, it was a frat <laughs> party, exactly. Uh, and so <laughs> Mike was running sound and I was in this band and then afterwards I went over and talked to him and, and he gave me his card as a drummer. And about three years later when we started this band, I still had that card and I called him up sort of cold. Cold call, yeah. and uh, was able to rope him into the to the group.
4: It was love at first drum beat. Exactly,
2: and then <laughs> he, he brought in our bass player Grant Amers- Grant Emerson, um, uh, about three months later. So that's sort of how it came came about.
0: Awesome, awesome, good story for uh, so many people. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it really worked out. It's great.
0: And uh, kind of going along with that, I guess. You guys recently came off of the road. How was that traveling with six people? It's
4: always funny. <laughs> it was
2: funny. Yeah, I There was one moment when it was <laughs> it was chaos because we're all we're all traveling in this in this uh, It's a 12-person van, but we took out a bench so it barely fits us six and uh with all of our gear in it. And at one point Mike who, you know, has a bunch of gigs in North Carolina, we were up in in New York and he was he was calling everybody, trying to find replacement drummers, um, while Grant got a random text from a girl that he knew about a year and a half ago that just said "loser," and oh, and so Grant recruited other band members to text this girl back immediately "loser," so that she got random phone you know phone numbers just texting her the same thing. So that was all going on. Ian was listening to a book on tape, and I was driving, trying to listen to The Civil Wars' new album. So it was uh, it was chaos in the back of the van, but. Uh, you know, we made it, we made it through. We had a really good time. It was uh, it's always an adventure, I guess.
4: We went up through um, Richmond and then Philly, and then up to New York. And overall, it was a really fun and successful tour. Um, we love getting up up northeast way because we've got a lot of fans up there. Um, luckily for us, especially in New York, Liz is um, from there. In some ways, she went to school there and lived there. And a big part of her heart is there, I think. Still, Liz, it's always super duper fun to play in New York, and kind of feel like an extra jolt of energy yeah. when we play there.
3: But it was it was funny because like we we are doing this thing where we release free music every Monday, and we've been trying to be really strict about getting it out at midnight every every you know on the dawn of Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, as Mike likes to put it, we were schmoozing with folks. <laughs> um, in, uh, in New York and, um, and right go there? as soon, as soon as we finished our schmoozing, um, Eric and I went, ran into the van and found some pirated internet service. We just drove around New York <laughs> until we got a signal of somebody that didn't have a password on their, on the router. Oh, and, no, and then we started. And so that's how we uploaded our, our free music for, for this Monday. And so, yeah, it's, it's always a little harem scarum, but you know, worth it. Yeah.
0: There's Flip a video the of when to we guys, oh, sorry. I was gonna say let that be a warning to you guys out there without passwords on your networks that random indie bands <laughs> We're may use. <laughs> Marauding bands are on the lookout.
1: It's all for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so would you guys say that New York is your favorite place outside North Carolina? Mm. Ooh. It might
4: differ it might differ among the six of us. I don't know.
0: It's probably mine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, we had a really fun, uh, fun gig in Richmond as well. We've got a, ni- a really cool fan base there and a lot of great family. Um, but we played a show there with Carbon Leaf uh, opening for them. That's their hometown uh, at the National, and so okay. we've had some really nice, um, you know, just sort of a plus up from fans in that area. So that that was a really fun gig as well.
2: But I gotta say, like we we went on a, another, we we're calling a mini tour's last weekend uh, up to DC and. And when we came back, we played the Cats Cradle and it was it was just really good to be home. Yeah. So I think that it, like for, for me, it was it's just we like I like playing in the triangle first yeah. and foremost. And then totally. uh, but I think you said that aside from the triangle where we like yeah. to play. I yeah. New York's New York's always a blast. I think wherever we can get without paying too much money on gas. So. <laughs> it's, <fun.
0: laughs> it's always good to be home, though. Um, so before I have you guys play a little music, um, you mentioned something about music on Mondays. Um, and for anybody who's a Facebook fan of you guys, you probably already know about this. I know I've already seen messages about it. What is the great Mondays campaign? Uh,
2: the great Mondays campaign is our, our way of providing new content. Every week to our fans. Last, you know, last year we, we put out one EP in about seven months and it just felt like too little content. So now we're going to the other extreme. And it was sort of inspired by Kanye West's Good Fridays. Um, and so we did a little twist on it and we call it Great Mondays, Way to Start Your Week. And we, we purposely misspell Great Mondays so that it's G-R-A-E-T. So it has Ray built in. It's a little branding there, um, but yeah, it's just the way to you know we, we do either um, either a video cover or a new recording that we've been working on every Monday, and uh, it's just a way to to reach new new listeners
4: and to give the music for free, which is one of the most important aspects of it is that we just want people to um, download it and share it and not feel guilty (laughs) just take it for free we want you to have it and you know that's what's important to us is that our music is getting out there
0: all right awesome um so do you guys want to play a live song next or do you want to play something off of uh
2: uh live would be fun (laughs) yeah we got some energy (laughs) all
0: right (laughs) so what are you guys going to play for us
2: so we're gonna play a song called "Ooh Caroline." That uh, actually, we were lucky enough. This is gonna be on NPR's "The Story." Uh, sometime this week, they're gonna they're gonna do a, the story behind the song, um, and we'd be happy to tell you about yeah. the story behind the song after, if that's interesting at all. But um,
0: <laughs> I think it might be interesting <laughs> enough for NPR. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, uh,
2: and so yeah, but we'll sing the song first and then and then talk about it a little bit. But this is called "Ooh Caroline."
0: Ooh Caroline. All right.
1: Last night I thought I heard do the
0: I've never had this many people in here singing it. <laughs> I mean, I've been in here singing by myself before, but that was definitely a lot better <laughs> so um what's the story behind the song? I guess if it's good enough for NPR it's good enough for us. <laughs> See,
3: the story behind the song is um I started writing this is Ian I started writing it uh when i we first moved to California from Georgia, and Caroline was the girl, the perfect girl across the street girl next door um when we were living in Georgia, she was super cute and uh, hung out with all the guys and everybody had a crush on her. And so um, when we moved out to California, I had this picture of Caroline and uh, I started writing this song. And um, it, sat the, it was just the chorus and it sat dormant for probably about eight years. And then Eric picked it up and started writing the rest of it and we incorporated it into Delta Ray's set.
2: Well, but the, I think it's important to say like, the whole idea of the song is – Is that sometimes you have you meet a girl and especially if it's sort of the quintessential girl next door, you sort of in a you know, I think you were like eleven when you when we left Georgia. So you sort of had in the back of your mind that Caroline was this sort of perfect perfect girl and it's hard to move on to something else when you've got this sort of perfect image of uh you know, the girl you wanna be with when, you know, back home, back, you know, where you used to live. So that's sort of the idea, and so Ian wrote that that chorus about nine years ago, and then I sort of picked it up and dusted it off, and uh, and wrote the second ver- wrote the, the uh, verses and the bridges. Uh, not that it has more than one of those, and uh, yeah, and so we sort of, it sort of became a collaborative effort. But it's the it was you know telling the story that Ian, you know, sort of prematurely I think had it sixteen, maybe not prematurely, but that was definitely a mature idea to have at sixteen. Though.
1: Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it was
2: easier to build on. <laughs> but Pretty the whole sure New York but... thing with Caroline. Oh my gosh. So then, <laughs> so then, randomly, we uh, so we knew J- Caroline back when we were about nine years old in Georgia, and uh, now eleven years later, we play a show in in New York, and. During this song, she walks into this small club we're playing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hadn't seen her in like 12 years. It was so weird, and she walks in with her boyfriend.
1: Oh, bummer. It was was, uh, bittersweet.
3: (laughs) But actually, we just at this most recent gig, she came out, and she has just been like the absolute best sport about the whole thing because, I mean, you imagine the three weird blonde kids that Mm -hmm. were living across the street go (laughs) off to California, become hippies. And then, you know, write, write, this, song, the music
4: about you. write this song
3: about <laughs> you and you were like, I thought I was rid of those guys. So, um, yeah, she's been amazing. Her boyfriend's been an amazing good sport and had a really great sense of humor about the whole thing. So, um, we're very lucky that they are as cool as they are.
2: Yeah. yeah I, sometimes when you tell somebody that you wrote a song about them, it doesn't go so well. So <laughs> this could have gone either way, but I'm glad to
3: say it went well.
0: Yeah. You never know who's thinking about you, I guess. So, um, yeah. Right. Definitely interesting. Um, speaking of people you know, I heard from a bird that you guys know are are connected in some way to Mike Posner. Do you want to tell us? Anything yeah, about sure.
2: It? I um, so I was a junior at Duke, and he was a year younger than me. And he heard me singing on my college band's demo, and I think it was his I think he just came and knocked on my door. I think he looked like looked up where I was living or asked around. And he asked if I would be a singer in this band that he was starting called Mike Posner and the Brain Trust, and he was going to be the rapper. And uh, and pretty quickly, it, it became clear that it wasn't so smart for him to be rapping when he you know, has that crazy, raspy voice <laughs> that he sings with. So he started singing more. And so then we just sort of became this singing duo, and we like went to L.A. and uh, played a showcase, and we played a showcase at South by Southwest, and... And uh, we wrote a bunch of songs, including "Cooler Than Me," which was ended up being his first single. Um, and so it's just been it's been sort of crazy. I ended up leaving the brain trust to start Delta Ray here, um, but you know, with w- during that time he was you know flying to meet Jay Z and uh, you know having meetings with all the majors, and uh, you know it was it was really fun to see that progression and right. uh cool to be on the the ground floor of it and yeah we're still you know still in touch still working together on stuff and it's cool uh yeah yeah it was uh, it was very <laughs> serendipitous that i happened to meet him
0: awesome um so you guys have talked a little bit about it already but um what is the typical songwriting process like for you guys
3: uh, I, I don't I'll know. I
1: don't know it. if there is a typical one.
3: Really, <laughs> It really varies. Um, Eric and I do most of the songwriting for the group. Uh, and a lot of times I think how it how it happens is one of us will have some sort of, you know, beginning of a song and bring it to the other one and have them help flesh it out. And then what's been really cool is uh, that the band really seems to just take on whatever we've brought and devour it um, adding the harmonies seems very natural and grant and Mike are incredible about just picking up and, um, helping make this stuff its own. So it's, it's a, it's a very gratifying experience, but, um, it, yeah, it really varies. I mean, well, I think a lot of times, you know, I, it, I, it,
2: uh, I'll come up with something and then Ian will finish it or Ian will come up with something and then I'll, I'll add something to it to sort of help bring it to the finish line. I, uh, so I think we do rely on each other quite a bit. We've got this song, Bottom of the River, that the chorus sort of came to me when I was sleeping and I woke up with it and just recorded it in my phone and then went back to bed. And the next day I played it for Ian and he's and he really liked it. And then he went off and, and wrote the verses for it and finished the song. And uh, so, I mean, those sorts of collaborative processes happen a lot uh, for us. I think that's that's sort of what we, we bank on. We also write, you know, solos sometimes, but... Yeah, it's mainly we like bringing stuff to the group and being like, well, "What can we do with this?"
0: Well, what's sort of
4: cool about um, both my brothers is that they they don't just write um, what they know by experience. Sometimes they have to step outside themselves and write a song from a woman's perspective. You know, they've got that, to that
3: feels. Very close to home. I've actually got a lot of experience.
4: So. Went back when you guys were women, um, right? No, but I, I mean, just as one of the female vocalists in the group, I'm really appreciative that they uh, can write such dynamic songs and such a wide variety. We've got, you know, um, beautiful ballads, Celtic vibes, um, gospel songs, uh, songs that just rock. Um, songs that are anthemic, and they're just all coming out of these um, well, for me, my two brothers, and that's really cool. Um, well, we
2: were a marketing nightmare because we <laughs> just write all these you know, <laughs> songs in different genres, so I guess it's a mixed a mixed blessing
0: i know i from talking to both you and to mike you guys are like you got to listen to our music and i'm like i'm not really sure what this is like it's kinda <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean i liked it but i was just like i don't know what classification to put this in soul pop rock so, country you guys yeah. get your own section at school kids right, right exactly. <laughs> yeah. um speaking of the music uh do you guys want to do another live one and then at the end we can play something off a of Sure. A, a track, or do you yeah. guys want to play something off a track?
3: Maybe we could play something off the track and then uh, and then figure out what we might do live.
0: All right. We'll <laughs> all, live. all right. Do you have a song lined up? And uh, just, what song is this? This uh, is Beneath the Weeds. It's our most
4: recent Great Monday track. So, uh, it's
2: free for download at our website, delta-ray.com, delta-ray.com.
1: the daily news <laughs>
0: 8.1 WKNC I'm DJ Ellie Mae that was Delta Ray with Beneath the Weeds who I am currently in the studio with hello
4: hi there
0: <laughs> hello uh we're back and we're just going to talk for a little bit longer and they're going to do one last uh live performance I think for you guys right oh, sure yeah. okay <laughs> um so what's coming up in the future for you guys you mentioned NPR and what else
4: yeah we've got um two, actually two NPR spots this week uh Right now, I think it looks like we're going to be on the story this week. We're not quite sure when, um, but if you are on our mailing list or our friend on Facebook, we'll let you know. Uh, And then also NPR's uh, The State of Things. So um, we've got those two things coming up. And also a show at the Lincoln Theater in Raleigh on March 11th. Uh, We're playing with the design, and it's a fundraiser for juvenile diabetes. So it's for a really good cause.
2: Cool. I think a tin gin is also on that bill.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've really seen them added. before. They're they're crazy. They're really, yeah, <laughs> we yet, but we're really excited. It was an awesome show. Yeah, it'd yeah. Be great. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And uh, we're also I think going up to D C on the tenth and uh so we're just started uh trying to stay busy and, and book you know, booking shows all around North Carolina. We've also got days. a
4: really fun show coming up on, uh, on the 12th in Elizabeth City. We're playing with this band, Out in the Cold, and um, they're a really enthusiastic bunch of guys who... They're
3: like the best players from all of these incredible uh, touring acts all throughout the Southeast, um, and they've just been absolutely, unbelievably generous um, having us out, and we're really excited to play with them, so um, it should be a blast.
0: March is going to be a fun month. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Definitely. Um, so you guys talked about some local shows you have coming up. Um, how can your fans find you? Say if you recruited some new fans Ooh. this morning. Uh, <laughs> I hope
2: they find us on, on Facebook. It's com slash Delta Ray. Delta R-A-E. Uh, I keep saying that. <laughs> Sometimes people get it R-A-Y and, and uh And we don't know what to do about that. So, (laughs) Anyway, we're also on Twitter and we're on YouTube and uh, we have a mailing list if you go to our website. And uh, yeah, we're just trying to we're trying to do everything we can to stay in touch with people. And uh, so hopefully we're not too hard to find. Yeah, it sounds That's like you got your internet.
0: bases covered.
4: What was the What was the website again?
3: Yeah, it's delta.
4: www.deltaray.com. That's Delta R-A-E dot com. <laughs> and
3: there's lots of free music on there, so go check like, it out. I feel like we're one of those carpet commercials
0: Delta R-A-E <laughs> dot com. Well, they say if you say something three times, people will remember it. So yeah, right. I'm going to say it about
4: 15 more times, so get me off the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so do uh, you guys want to play us another song? And then we'll uh, we'll sure. have some farewells, unfortunately.
4: <laughs> Hold my hand. Oh, baby, it's a long way down to the bottom of the river. Hold my hand. Ooh, baby, it's a long way down, a long way down. If you get sleep or if you get none,
1: the cock's gonna call in the morning, baby. And Check
4: the cupboard for your daddy's gun. Red sun rises like an
1: early morning. The
4: Lord's gonna come for
1: your firstborn son. His hair's on fire and his heart is burning. So
4: go to the river where the water runs, wash him deep where the And if you fall, and
1: if if you fall, fall, hold my hand,
4: Who baby, it's a long long way down to the bottom of the river, hold Hold my hand, Who baby, it's a long long way down, a long way down, the wolves will chase you by the pale moonlight. Drunk and driven by a
0: devil's
1: hunger. They'll
4: drive your son like a
1: railroad spy. Into the water, let it pull him under. But well, don't you lift him, let him drown alive. Good my Lord speaks like a rolling thunder. And let that fever make the water rise. Let the-
0: I think I've got my goosebumps for the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And what was that song called? It's called Bottom of the River. Bottom of the River. Fantastic. Thanks, you guys, so much for being here. I'm going to be posting a blog recapping this interview on WKNC.org slash blog, so you guys can keep a lookout for that. And uh, keep a lookout for more from Delta Ray. Thanks, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.